Good evening, Lehigh Valley. This is Sally Hanlon, your host this evening on Lehigh Valley Business Beat. This evening, we are thinking about maybe some of our aspirations for 2022. If you have ever thought about writing a book, you're in great company. About 81% of Americans feel they have a book in them and they should write it. That's approximately, think about this, 200 million people who aspire to authorship, according to Joseph Epstein of the New York Journal. And of those who would like to write a book, 97% never finish it. So it's a staggering statistic that only 3% of those who really would like to get the book out actually do. And I did some research on Amazon to figure out, okay, what are the most popular topics that they cover that people would sort of aspire to write a book about? And memoirs and biographies is one. Self-help is another. Religion and spirituality is another. Health, fitness, and dieting is the biggie. And politics and social sciences. So those are the five top hard copy genres that Amazon has statistics on. So if you feel that you have a book in you, I'd like you to listen closely tonight as we will be providing you with some insights and tips from a Lehigh Valley publisher, Bright Communications. And as a means of disclosure, I need to tell you that Bright Communications is the publisher of my book, Your Journey to Aging Well. So with no further ado, I'd like to welcome Jennifer Bright to the show tonight. Jennifer, welcome. Hi, Sally. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes, I think this is great. I think it's a great opportunity for you and for our listeners. So before we get into sort of the mechanics of and what's involved with writing a book, can you please share some of your background with our listeners? Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking, Sally. Well, I like to call myself a book doula because I have the incredible opportunity of helping people bring their books to life. I've actually worked in publishing my entire adult life. I grew up right here in the Lehigh Valley. I attended the University of Pennsylvania on an Army ROTC scholarship, and then I served on active duty for four years. But honestly, I couldn't wait to move back home to the Lehigh Valley, where I had so many friends and family and wonderful memories. And I just knew that the Lehigh Valley was where I wanted to work and live and raise my family. So when I came home to Lehigh Valley, I got a job at Rodale, which was the most amazing company to work for and provided the best training anyone aspiring to become a publisher could ever hope for. In 2004, I left Rodale to freelance and actually work from home when my boys were young. Then in 2010, I had the idea to publish one book. It was a collection featuring tips by Dr. Moms, and we self-published it, myself and a doctor-physician friend. Well, that book went so well that pretty soon the doctors we featured in our book started asking me if I could help them to publish their books. And, of course, we were delighted to do so, and so we became what was called hybrid publishers, where we helped authors publish and we shared costs and profits. A few years ago, though, we've evolved into the company we are today, which is called Custom Publishing. And I'm pleased to say that we'll publish 35 books this year. Terrific, Jennifer. That's a major accomplishment. I know what we went through publishing mine. That takes a lot of time and effort. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. It's, it's a lot. Publishing a book is a many-step process. I like to joke that my checklist is about 48 steps long. <laughs> However... 
It's one of the most rewarding, amazing processes that most people will go through in their lives. Uh, a lot of people, like you said, dream of publishing a book. This might be a bucket list item or just something that fulfills their purpose. And so uh, it's just an incredible privilege and pleasure to get to work with people to help them publish their book. Okay, and the other thing I think about your business too, Jennifer, that our listeners should know is that you work with a lot of subcontractors or independent contractors in your business, correct? I do, and that's actually one of the other great joys of what I do. Um, so I am the um, liaison or point of contact or project manager for all of our books, but behind me stands a team of amazing contractors. Um, most of them are women, most of them are moms, and most of them uh, manage their own work-from-home businesses. And most of them, Sally, also live right here in the Lehigh Valley. So I have everything from researchers and writers to editors and copy editors. I've got cover designers, interior designers, layout designers. I have indexers, photographers, and illustrators. And these amazing people are just a privilege to work with, and they, too, have like a calling to use their talents to help authors with their books. Yes, well, and I can affirm that they do a very nice job. I, I couldn't believe how quickly things went together for me. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your initial startup when you did the Mimosa. Okay, that was your, your <laughs> Mimosa Publishing was your first name when you worked with the Dr. Moms and got things together. How many books, how many people have you worked with, Jennifer, since 2004? Do you have any idea? Wow, it's so funny to think back, Sally, and thank you for mentioning Mimosa. Uh, we actually had started our company with the goal of publishing parent bo parenting books, and so the brand back then was Mimosa, because we like to joke, most moms could use a drink now and then, but also, <laughs> did you know that the Mimosa tree is very fast-growing and long-lived, no. so we also had that in mind. Um, as we evolved, though, pretty soon we weren't doing just parenting books anymore, and so a name Mimosa just didn't really resonate with people who were maybe doing memoirs or children's books or, or business books as much as it did health and parenting. And so I'd say about three years ago, I didn't have to look far for the larger name of my company <laughs> and uh, <laughs> morphed into Bright Communications. Okay. All right. I know when I first heard of your publishing company, Mimosa, I was thinking, well, mom is a part of that word. So maybe, you know, because you were looking at doing a lot of parenting books. So you said that you'll be doing 35 books this year and, and you've grown from the sort of the parenting. What kinds of books has Bright Communications published over the years? Wow, we have actually, I like to joke that we, we publish anything that is not illegal or immoral. So we publish all types of publishing, Sally. We do fiction, we do novels, we do children's books, that's both children's picture books and more like young adult chapter books. We've done memoirs, uh, we've done um, more self-help books, uh, of course we've done some business books, and I'm really pleased to say we've had an incredible opportunity this year to work with the amazing team at St. Luke's University Health Network to create their 150th anniversary book, which has oh. been absolutely a pleasure and a privilege. The team is incredible, and their book is just going to be amazing. And when does that come out? When is the anniversary celebration? 2022 summer? Do you know? Yep, yep, yep. It's coming out soon. I think it's going to come out in spring of 2022. Yeah. Terrific. How have you seen uh, the publishing model change? Now, you mentioned that 
you have changed your model from a hybrid to a custom publishing, but overall in the industry, I mean, people no longer get these large printing publisher contracts like they used to. So how has publishing changed from your perspective? You are exactly right, Sally. Publishing has changed so dramatically in, I would say, 10 years since I've had my company, but most especially in maybe the past two or three years that um, someone like Mark Train wouldn't even recognize publishing today. Mm-hmm. Um, we think back to the good old days in publishing where you had, you know, major publishing houses in New York and some like Rodale that were, you know, maybe outside of New York. And the old model was you would have an idea and you would find an agent and the agent kind of Jerry Maguire like would represent you and pitch your idea to the publishers. And then the publishers, you know, if they were interested, they would choose to basically invest in you. And they would offer in advance maybe a couple thousand dollars or maybe more if you were, you know, a personality with a large following. Then the publisher would create the book. And then once it started uh, to earn back your advance and make some money, then they would share profits with you. However, did you know, Sally, that today only about 1% of books is published in that model? Oh, wow. So, yeah, so in the past years, these other models have uh, arisen for the other 99% of people whose names are not Oprah or John Grisham to publish their own books. And so um, self-publishing arose, hybrid publishing, and custom publishing to help people who maybe don't want to go on that long and winding road to try to get a book deal that only 1% of people get. Um, The other thing a lot of people don't realize is that, yes, you maybe receive an advance, and yes, you may receive some royalties, which is what profits are called, but it's rare. Um, And you have to share 15% of that with your agent. So 15% of your uh, advance goes to your agent. And then generally people are paid about 6 to 10% of royalties, of which you pay share 15% with your agent. And so, you know, many people never receive profits on their book. It can take months, if not years, to get a deal. And many people never get a deal. In the meantime, companies like mine, yes, you're investing to publish your book, but your book is going to be on Amazon in about six months earning money for you because then you receive 100% of profits directly from Amazon. Well, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of these models, but one other question while we're just sort of talking generally. You had mentioned, you know, being back in the Lehigh Valley and, you know, supporting the Lehigh Valley. If a listener tonight is outside the Lehigh Valley, do you have any geographical restrictions for those that might want to, you know, contact you about writing their um, brain dump, their book? No, not at all, Sally. In fact, we have worked with authors across the country and across the world. One of our authors is in Australia, another is in New Zealand, another is in Florida, and some of them in Washington State. We live in the most amazing, extraordinary times that we do so much of what we do to help people publish by Zoom, mm-hmm. by email. Mm-hmm. Um, rarely do we even need to mail anything. You know, most things are just conducted by email. It's sure. amazing. So I love to work with Lehigh Valley people because this is my home and I love it here. And I feel that Lehigh Valley people are extraordinary. And it's just a wonderful thing about sitting across a desk with someone in person. You know, we're like you and I would meet in person and mm-hmm. it's just great. But by no means is that a requirement. And we love to help people wherever they might be. Okay, and your website, if people want to find you, your website address would be? Oh, thanks for asking, Sally. Bright Communications, with an S, 
www.thepublishingwithus.net. And you'll find a contact form on there. You'll find information about publishing with us. Uh, you'll find, of course, the books that we've worked on already and um, some handy articles as well. Terrific. Jennifer, we're going to have to take a short break, and we'll come back and discuss more about some of the tips. If someone has a, a book that's sort of on on the edge of coming out, you know, what do they need to do? We'll, we'll cover that in the next part of the show. But in the meantime, I want to remind our listeners that our guest here is Jennifer Bright, founding CEO and book doula of uh, Bright Communications. This is Sally Hanlon for Lehigh Valley Business Beat. This is Noel King, host of Morning Edition. Since 1995, the Lehigh Valley has turned to WDIY for thorough news coverage and thoughtful analysis from NPR. It's this news coverage that helps you understand the important issues of the day and stay connected to the people, places, and ideas that matter. Listener support is key to keeping WDIY and NPR on the air in the Lehigh Valley, which is why we're asking you to support WDIY's membership drive by making a contribution today. Give online at WDIY.org or by calling 610-758-8810. That's 610-758-8810. Every contribution helps, so thank you. Welcome back. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Lehigh Valley Business Beat with our guest this evening, Jennifer Bright, founding CEO and book doula for Bright Communications. We are talking about what it takes to become published in 2022 with that book that's been in your head for a while. So before the break, we were talking about sort of general things about Bright Communications and Jennifer's publishing model, but I'd like her to share a little bit more with you listeners about the publishing options that you have to consider, the opportunities and the challenges that go along with each. So Jennifer, before you were saying that you're a custom publisher, do you want to talk about that first and then we can go maybe into hybrid and print on demand? Absolutely, Sally. The publishing world has evolved so dramatically in just a short time. And my company, Bright Communications, is what's called a custom publisher. So authors hire us to create an absolutely top quality professional book. Uh, we have an amazing team of talented professionals who have excelled in their craft for 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, we work with you every step of the way to publish your book, of course, on Amazon, where the majority of books are sold, but also our books are available everywhere books are sold, which is 39,000 stores, websites, and libraries in the United States and 300 other countries. We also produce, in addition to the print version, which could be hardcover and or paperback, we do ebooks and audiobooks for all of our books. And that is a tremendous asset. So keep that in mind, listeners, as Jennifer describes these other publishing options. Let's talk about the print-on-demand. Sure. So we, that is another way that publishing has changed dramatically. Just a few short years ago, before print-on-demand companies uh, puzzled out, I guess, how to make this work, um, authors and publishers needed to print books in bulk in order to get the per-book cost reasonable. So it was not uncommon for a author to print, pay to print 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 copies of a book 
in which then, if you were self-publishing, you had to store in your basement and then ship yourself to customers or to Amazon or to other distributors. It was a really arduous process. Uh, it takes a lot of time to ship books, as you can imagine, from your basement or garage. And also, books change. You know, information changes. And let's say a stat changed or a fact changed or you wanted to just change something in your book. Well, if you have 3,000 copies of it in your basement, you'll have to sell those first. Mm-hmm. So what has changed now is print-on-demand in just a short time has become economical and where it used to cost maybe $25 to print a book one at a time. Now, Sally, it could be as low as $1 or $2 to print a book one at a time. And so all of a sudden, this is a game changer. Authors who wanted to self-publish or publish with a custom publisher like me, we simply create the book, we upload it to our printer distributor, and then they're printed as many as needed as they go. And so if the author, let's say the author has a big speaking engagement where uh, she's going to do a talk at a networking group and she wants to buy 100 copies, that's no problem. All she does is pay to print. She has them shipped to her. She sells them. And then um, she keeps the difference. Then along the same lines, when your book is sold, say at Amazon, or let's say someone walks into Barnes & Noble in Orlando, Florida, or Moravian Bookshop in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and they order your book selling, that order goes to our printer distributor. They print it on demand, and they ship it out. You don't have to do a thing. All you do is receive payments every month by direct deposit. And I have to tell you, that's a nice fact. <laughs> I'm yeah, enjoying right? that. Yes, I'm enjoying that. <laughs> So, Jennifer, one of the other things that I've seen when I've gone to trade shows around here is there are a lot of people that have self-published. And I know that was something that I considered, but I I felt that what you had to offer was more 360 support than just getting a book self-published. When you mentioned, you know, getting an audio book and an e-book and stuff like that, are those extra features if you decide to self-publish? Yeah, if someone was going to truly self-publish on their own, Sally, a lot of people ask me this question. They say, can I just self-publish? And my answer is, of course you can, because you can do anything um, with your brains and your smarts and the power of the Internet. And a whole lot of time, you absolutely can self-publish your book. The only, there's two challenges, though. Challenge one is, there's a lot of steps to publishing a book. As I mentioned, I have about a 58-step checklist. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things that people might not even realize, everything from getting an ISBN, to having a barcode on the back of your book so Amazon can carry it, to setting up your accounts, to making sure the margins are set so it prints correctly, to ordering a cover. Most people are busy with full-time or more jobs and families and homes and pets and lives to lead. And so to try to do this on top of an already busy life is really daunting. I had one gentleman come to me, Sally. He had um, work, He had actually retired. And he had already self-published his book. And he said, Jennifer, it took me two years and $20,000 to self-publish my book. And I was like, oh, I just like it broke my heart because I I knew I could have helped him in a fraction of the time for a fraction of that cost. And the other thing about self-publishing is it's sad to say, but when someone generally self-publishes a book, you can tell there's just that je ne sais quoi. It just doesn't look like it was professionally published, you know. There's an art to cover design. There's an art to interior design. There's just there's just something that you just can't really capture without that professional designer. Correct. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. So we do offer uh, two different packages. 
One is called self-publishing assist, and that is for people to help them self-publish. And so we can make this process simple. We can help you. Your book will still bear your name, and the cost is only $1,900, but we'll help you to create and self-publish a professional-looking book. Oh, I didn't realize that was part of your new model. That's a great, that's a great offer. Yeah, thank you, Sally. It's new because we had a lot of people come to us who just needed a little help or just wanted a little help. Now, we do also have full publishing packages, of course, and that's when we really take the author by the hand. And those packages are much more robust. There's many more reviews. They have custom professional interior designs. Um, they bear our company name as the publisher. It's not self-published. But that's more time and, of course, a greater investment. And so we wanted to offer both. Well, the other thing, too, I would think if you self-publish, you don't have the ability to have the post-publication promotions that a publisher would offer. I mean, I know that you have made me aware of several events that I could go to with my book, but you've also supported with materials that would help me promote myself. That's exactly right. So that's the other big differentiator between our self-publishing package and our full publishing packages is our full publishing packages come with a pretty robust list of promotion tools. Uh, we create a number of things that our authors can then share. We do bookmarks and postcards and flyers and social sheets. We do a calendar at the holidays. Um, we also have a communications director who sends out customized IE blasts to local stores and local libraries and local media. And also, like you mentioned, Sally, as my company has grown, our connections have grown. And so we get invited to opportunities locally where authors can share their books, sell their books, and do events. We're trying to we're really trying to build a great community here in the Lehigh Valley of, of amazing authors. Oh, and how is the Lehigh Valley as far as talent? I know you said you like to work with the Lehigh Valley and the people of Lehigh Valley, and obviously you've been exposed with Rodale and Lehigh Valley as well as outside. Do you consider us having a lot of sort of homebred talent in the Valley for authors? Definitely. I might be a little biased because Lehigh Valley is my favorite place on earth, but I feel that there's just something really special here. There's so much talent. There's so many amazing smart, creative people here. And um, I just feel like how Valley people are wonderful to work with. And so, um, yes, the ideas that people have pitched to me, that, and especially that we've helped them publish, have just blown me away. Now, with COVID, I know all things changed, you know, two years ago. Has the industry been experiencing some challenges? Have you noticed? And this is something people should keep in mind if they're thinking about getting published in 2022? Oh, good question. I truly believe, I've worked in publishing my entire adult life, and I'm not young. <laughs> this is, there's never been a better time to publish a book than right now because the options are so many. There's so many different ways to publish. Um, also, the barrier to entry is so low. It's not like the old days when you had to have a platform like Oprah Winfrey to get a, a traditional deal. It's so much easier than ever before. With ebooks and audiobooks, you're able to quickly and efficiently have several products out right away to appeal to different markets. And also, I have found my business has done phenomenally well because so many people's mindset, I think, has changed over the past two years where we're thinking about how can I make a difference? How can I, what is my purpose? And for a lot of people, that could include sharing their story or advice in a book. So we've been very, very busy, privileged to help even more people than ever. So 
it's really a great time to publish. The only thing I would mention that has been interesting, Sally, is that publishing, like so many other industries, has been impacted by um, some delays in the printing process. But when you consider that it used to literally, literally, our first books were printed in China and arrived on the slow boat from China. They took months to get here. Our print distributor today prints books as little as one day. And so the delay is by a couple of days, not by a couple of months. So publishing is still doing extraordinarily well. That's good to hear because, you know, you, you hear so many stories about other industries. It's nice to know that this one has been able to capitalize on the technology and still survive with the logistics requirements. It really has. I mean, I'm proud to be part of the publishing industry because it is an incredibly organized industry. Uh, books, of course, all have ISBN numbers, which is sort of like a social security number for your book. Everything you can walk into any store anywhere and give that book's ISBN and have it ordered. It's just so simple. Uh, of course, Amazon has made buying and selling books incredibly simple and easy. And uh, there's just never been a better time to be an author. So what would your advice be to someone listening tonight, Jennifer, who's thinking, okay, you know, I like what I'm hearing, um, 2022, that may be on the top of my bucket list for that year. What would be some of the steps that you would suggest they do and think about now to take what they're thinking, put it into a manuscript, and move on? Great. Well, first I would say to someone who's thinking about writing and publishing a book, I say, congratulations. This is wonderful. You have something in your heart, something in your brain that you want to share. People would love to hear your story and read your story. Um, I would say uh, one of the first things to do is just set that goal. It's so achievable to say, I want my book to come out in 2022. There's absolutely no reason you could not make that happen. Um, there's so many people who want to help and support you. Uh, the very first thing I think I would do is start to get that idea to crystallize, um, maybe brainstorm with a friend, a colleague, your family, and start to think of what is your story? What can you share? And, and think big. Maybe it's a children's story. Maybe it's a novel. Maybe it's tips, health tips, lifestyle tips. Uh, maybe it's something to support your business. So I found that a book can be two unique things. A book can be a ticket. So, for example, a lot of our authors have businesses that they have used their book as sort of like their calling card. Uh, it helps people to get media opportunities, speaking engagements. Another thing that a book can be is a bridge. So a lot of our authors are starting maybe in one place, in one field, in one job, but they're looking at where they want to be, and this book can help them bridge that gap. And so I think the next thing to do would be simply to reach out to somebody, a publisher, a writing coach, somebody like me. I love to talk to people wherever they are, even if they're just thinking about it, to just support, offer ideas and advice, and some inspiration. That's great advice. I mean, I think the first step sometimes is always the hardest, and that is sort of taking it from the thought process and getting something on paper and being able to then work and massage that into the message that you want to create and share with the world. Exactly. And I think it helps people to realize, like you started your program by saying, how universal the draw and the allure of publishing is. And so people know they're not alone. But I think it's important for people to realize that when you start to take the step forward, then you are special. Because 
the percentage of people who actually do move forward and actually do make this happen is small, much smaller. And so if you have the courage to do that, then that's a big deal and should be celebrated. Yeah, I know. I was surprised when I learned that only 3% of those who start to put the book together actually complete it. It seemed like such a small percentage of, of desire. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, life gets in the way with folks. But uh, if you've got that message, I mean, it's so important to get it out. I know it's been very helpful for me. I carried the seed of an idea for, I don't know, 10, 12 years, and finally got it out. And boy, was that a relief to me, to be able to finally see what I had been thinking about for that period of time. Exactly. And you've done such an amazing, beautiful job. And and just imagine, that makes my heart so happy to think of all the people who see that and are helped by that. And I think that, you know, that's what life is about, is how can we help other people? How can my story help others? Or how can my tips help others? And so um, I think once people start to reach out and maybe... um, maybe talk to us, get some help and some advice, they might see that just like anything else, creating a book is a a big process, but you can break it down into many small steps that don't feel daunting at all when you look at them one at a time. That's correct. And Jennifer, let's, before we have to wrap up the show, let's give our listeners again the, the website address for Bright Communications. Oh, thank you, Sally. So it's Bright Communications with an S. .net. And people can also email me. That's easy, too. It's just jennifer at brightcommunications.net. Okay. And I will tell you, listeners, the enthusiasm that you're hearing in Jennifer is something that is full-time and extremely supportive and helps you as the potential author to really want to get your story out there. So, Jennifer, I thank you for what you've done for not only myself, but the other authors here in the Lehigh Valley. Oh, thank you, Sally. It's such a pleasure working with you and working with all of our authors. I feel that my life's purpose is to help other people achieve their life purpose, and I'm really, really fortunate. Well, you're doing it, so thank you for being there. And listeners, again, Jennifer is founding CEO and book doula of Bright Communications. Jennifer, thank you. Thank you, Sally, for this opportunity. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I would also like to thank James Johnson, who's our News and Information Director. And as always, listeners, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen this evening to 88.1 FM or on our app or on the website. This is Sally Hanlon for Lehigh Valley Business Beat. And I've been taking-